Good day, bikers. Jimmy here. Are you settled and ready for another exciting instalment of Brits on Bikes? You are? Great. Now, before we begin, I should probably tell you that between most of the cast having colds, a rather bangy boom, and my generally inept editing skills, this episode is not the usual quality that you've come to expect from us. It is, however, still listenable, and we expect to be back on our game next episode, in time for what will probably be our season finale. Only five episodes late, but that's the beauty of the game. Be sure to listen through to the end for a promo from the wonderful What Am I Rolling podcast, a one-shot actual play podcast that introduces new players to TTRPGs and helps old players find their next favourite system. But now, on with the show. Folks, and welcome back to Brits on Bikes. My name is Jimmy Sprinkles, and with me is Eve. Hey, uh, and Kat. Howdy. So, do we need to have a quick recap? Yes, please. Just a little bit. After much preparation, throwing around ideas for disguises and whatnot, you got yourselves ready to go out and join the parade in Marsh Haven prior to uh, the big events happening. Sally, you had a dream. I did have a dream. You had a dream in which you were instructed by Queen Isadora to place your pendant into a seven-pointed star. And in the morning, Dee discovered that said pendant had duplicated and you both had one. Queen Isadora informed you that she was planning to do a ritual that would help you and in some way enhance your abilities. And it would occur at some point in the evening of today. I forgot Sorry. about that. Now I'm super excited again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you went and had a bath at Nana Casper's and then went on over to the Civic Hall where you had to endure a very dull speech from Mayor Hawkins, which was thankfully broken up by some little devils and the rapscallions who um, threw stink bombs everywhere. You headed off to the parade. And again, Operation Shenanigans was in full effect. The disciples gatecrashed the parade with their little demons on their back. We should point out they weren't actual demons. It was just little devil children in masks who hurled water balloons at everyone. And they got a face full of water as well in their trash deal mask. After that, you managed to make it up to the festival site. And thankfully, the disciples and Diane were on hand to cause a distraction. Danielle was also roped in and she started a fight with Diane. You guys sped off and you managed to make it into the festival site. And that's where we had left you. So I'm, I'm just going to retcon one little thing. I mean, it's not so much a retcon. It was just something that we didn't that I didn't point out when we were when we were talking about the parade last time. So you've got these big fences around the whole parade site. At the entrance to the parade site, you've got the community guard members taking objects for burning from people and stamping their hands so they've got access to the festival. 
outside on the scrubland is a parking area like people have been parking cars there i mean the 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 ground is pretty turned up there doesn't seem to be any real sort of organization in terms of parking but there are quite a few cars there although a lot of people have walked down the only other thing of note outside here are a couple of large shipping containers huh that's very exciting oh okay intriguing are, is those, are those out in the parking lot or on the grounds? They were literally just next to where the, the guys were stamping people's hands as they were going okay. in. Okay. All right. So, so yeah, it's, it's kind of don't really want to be walking back and forth. That, that, might, that might raise a bit of suspicion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, plus, you, plus, you still don't have stamps yet. That's true. Oh, yeah. I thought that we had done those. Never mind. No, remember, you sped in because um, one of the bikers tried chasing you. Yeah. Yes, chasing us. They were going to run us over. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Very, very bad people. Okay, so you are currently in the festival site. What would you like to do? I, um, so, uh, fish person. Um, <laughs> what, what was your code name before Tango? Was it Tango? I think so. Yeah, oh, I... you, you were Tango and you were Danger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, a phonetic alphabet, Danger. So, uh, do you think we should get the stamps or are we, are we kind of worried that there might be some uh, magic mojo type thing? Oh, I hadn't even thought of that. I mean, it would be easier if we got them, don't you think? I mean, probably. See, we we saw what the stamp looks like, right? Yep, you um, Skip showed you. No, what, what is it? It's it's just the cross reads. See, that was on the magic rock, though. Yeah, but it's the symbol of the town, so it's just as likely to be good as it is bad. Sally has a pen, right? Yes. Can we just draw that on ourselves? I don't know, can we? Yeah, what would that be? I suppose it would have to be brains? Probably. Or grit to see if you're steady enough to... to yeah, because I mean, you're doing a forgery. I suppose forgery would count as being very gritty. <laughs> All right, so do, do, do we want to go with grit or... Go on, I'll let you roll grit for this one. Okay. I'm, go on, dude. You're so gritty. I'm rolling it. So gritty. Boom, baby. I am gritty. That's an 18. So Sally hands over the pen to you, and are you doing it on yourself? Or are you doing it on Sally? Uh, well, I mean, I'm just handing the pen over. I'll probably do it on myself first. Well, it's not like this is the first time you've drawn on your hand. You've spent many <laughs> an hour in school doodling when you should have been listening in on your lessons. And yeah, you come out with a fairly decent approximation of what the stamp looks like. If you were to look at it very closely, you would realize it's not padding, but, you know, at distance. Yeah, it's one of those things where, like, you'd actually have to stop and, like, look directly at their hand. Yeah, definitely. I'll allow you to do Sally as well. And because that was a good role, that's fine as well. That's not a problem. Yay. 
Cool, cool. So, so now, like, we we got enough to flash people. Uh, yes, let's let's flash people. That's a great plan. Shush. Oh, just on like you know the off chance that it's magic or something. Now we don't got that. Cool, cool, cool. Plus, uh, well, I mean, I guess we have newspapers on us now, so. More items for our potential uh, a- adventure game puzzle solving. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we can start an impromptu fire. Okay, so uh, what what's going on immediately inside this fair? Like we we stopped and like ducked behind a tent here to to draw on ourselves, but beyond that, like what where are we looking at? I'm glad you are, Steve. As you look around, you see, by no means are you the first people there. There is, you know, there is a fair amount of people around already and people doing various activities. The first thing you notice is a, is a large roped-off area right in the centre of the site, which is an arena. You would hazard a guess that it's probably going to be used for some sort of display or exhibition or something like that. Or some kind of demon bursting forth that as well speaking of which in the corner of the ropes off arena just here there is a separate section and in like a a makeshift paddock are three tired looking donkeys and oh no don't kill the donkeys it's a fate it's got to have donkey rides in it yeah but don't kill them (laughs) i'm I'm not killing anybody yet chill out yes being the (laughs) operative word so you've got some donkeys, uh, they're not doing a great deal, doesn't look like they've started yet. But just to the left of the main arena is a marquee and directly towards the back, along just behind the edge of the marsh is the stage area. From where you're standing, you can't see a huge amount, but it does look like there's information there. There is a large pole has been erected with like a tannoy on it. And you can see a man sat at a desk with a microphone, but you can't see who it is from this distance. Behind the stage is the marsh itself. Now the Greenland on the map represents walkable area, but it's it's quite sludgy. But then behind that, you then get into proper marsh territory and it's pretty gross and, you know, nobody can get back there. You can see a few figures moving about out there, but nothing too much from where you're stood. There is also a food area. You can see that because you see the typical chips and burger vans and whatnot. There seems to be some other things going on there as well. But again, you won't know unless you go and explore there. So in the corner, we've got all our traditional fate, as it were. So you've got bric-a-brac sales going on, jumble sales. You've got little, small, cheesy type games. The opposite side, they've pulled out all the stops and they have hired in a carousel with a cheerful fairground organ playing. So the whole place, actually feels quite bright and, and cheerful and you know you can uh, see see i was gonna be asking like is the is this like just a crap festival where there's nothing or are we talking like did they go all out this actually looks like it's like oh, they, they'll have gone all out they want loads of people there yeah i mean it look at it this way it's not a nuremberg rally but it also isn't your big crazy ass county fairs that i know you guys are used to it's more let's be honest British fates are crap. 
but there's something joyfully crap about them and it's the fact that people embrace the crapness of it all yeah no it's a carnival it's 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 quaint and it's like everyone's in on the joke i've been to stuff like this (laughs) like yeah no like you can have fun with this crap all right, so that's what you see. And obviously in each corner of the site are the four sculptures. You've got the bonfire to the left of the stage. You've got the font to the right of the stage. You've got the windmill in the bottom right-hand corner and you have the marsh rock in the bottom left-hand corner. What would you like to do? Oh, what time is it? The time now is about four o'clock. What time sunset? You're probably talking about any time between 7 and 8.30. Do we have any money? <laughs> oh, I have uh, I have money. I have pocket money. I have a ring down. I will find it on my on my little character sheet thing. I have... Yeah, unless we could have convinced... I have uh, a purse with potential pocket money of 90 pence. Yeah, like, I mean... <laughs> I mean... It's it's totally feasible that we could have convinced somebody to give us money. I don't know that uh, we thought about that though. I know we did not think about asking anyone for a little bit of cash for food. But Since... I mean, I I have ninety p from back when we decided how much money we had. I mean, ninety p will go a pretty long way. We got some time to kill, like, well, we're scoping this place out. Maybe we could go out, grab us a couple of Cokes and burgers, and take a walk around. God, you think they got pizza in here? I have pizza. Not. Let's go get something to eat. Hot dog's good. I like a hot dog. Um, you ain't really got no good burger places around here, though, so I'm going to go for that's a good old-fashioned burger. Um, let's, uh, yeah, let's just go scope this place out while we, while we have a, a snack of some sort. Oh, funnel cake. You know, a place like this is always gives me a thing about some funnel cakes. It's like being down at, uh, being at Coney Island. What is funnel cake? You know, I don't really know what it is, but <laughs> it's good. Like, uh, they take, like, a pancake batter or something. Deep-fried donut. They drip it right into, like, the oil, and it, like, turns into, like, some weird, like, cake thing. It's good. It's real greasy. Out of game, I learned what funnel cake was about a month ago. Uh, You guys are missing, like, all (laughs) this great carnival food. I've heard of it. I've just no idea what it is. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's... It's, I don't know exactly what it is. I think I think it's like the pancake batter. And yeah, like they just like take it and just drip it in long strands into directly into the oil. And it looks like intestines. Yeah, and like it just like all- You're making it sound kind of gross. <laughs> uh, it's very good. It's very good. British folk, if you get the chance to try it, try it. Uh, they tend to like just cover it in powdered sugar, uh, so don't breathe in while you <laughs> eat it. <laughs> I've covered in powdered sugar. Now I'm on board. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, like, I mean, <clears throat> you have powdered sugar, uh, like, I've seen it with syrup, like, usually, usually the standard method's powdered sugar, like, if you're doing that, like, a fair or something. Oh, it looks weird. Yeah, I found a BBC good food recipe for it. Yeah, I mean, like, it's not hard to make, it's just, you gotta have an open thing of oil to do it, so... So we're heading over to the food court then. <laughs> yes. yes, yes we are. You head on over in the direction of the food vendors. There's an assortment of vendors in this section. There's also a load of seating and you can see there's already people tucking into chips and burgers. You can also see there is an ice cream stall selling several flavors for ice cream and frozen yogurt, which doesn't seem to be very popular for some reason. There's a classic WI cake stall there as well with uh, Victoria sponges wrapped in cling film on paper plates. You just said a bunch of words. <laughs> <laughs> there's also, there's a gentleman stood at a table wearing a, a, a beekeeper's outfit. Um, he's very thin, quite rakish, um, with a, just a massive mop of unruly hair. And he has a couple of large stone earthenware jugs in front of him and an assortment of glasses. Just next to him is a very large stand. It is, it's probably taking up a good kind of quarter of the space with a large sign going over a mini marquee advertising Plimpton's Biscuits. Um, and they have the Royal Dunker there on sale. And they've got a couple of ladies um, wandering around in totally inappropriate clothing for a, a Marsh Festival with trays. And they're handing out a new biscuit that they've created. Uh, you want to go investigate? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so what? Uh, yeah, so one of the girls is nearby. You you wander over to her. She looks at you and she smiles and she said, Yes, could I interest you in, in Plimpton's new line? We call this the Wallace Wafer. And she proffers the tray to you. And on the center of the tray is a light wafer biscuit with the cross reeds emblem in the middle. I'm going to take one, but not eat it. Okay. All right. I want to look at it though. I'm like, hmm, interesting. Do you do the same? I'm going to sniff it. <laughs> you sniff it, you get a slight hint of vanilla. What's in it? What's it taste like? Was uh... oh, it's it's absolutely delicious. What? Well, taste it for yourself. Uh, I'm terribly allergic. I'm terribly allergic <laughs> to all sorts of things. I am. <laughs> she looks at you strangely, <laughs> and she says, "Right, love. Okay. What about you, How young lady?" That was a brilliant Dick Van Dyke impression, I've got to say. Um, I say, I'm, 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 oh, I can't. See, gluten intolerance isn't really a thing in these, this, this time period. I could be allergic to barley. Give me an ingredients list of what's <laughs> the weird thing, or is this just a vanilla cookie? Yeah, we're like, does, does it have nuts? I'm allergic to nuts. No, it's just a wafer, love. Almost like your ice cream cones. I'm going to have to ask my mum if I can have it. But thank you. And we'll leave her alone now. Okay, yeah, she tosses off <laughs> and goes and harasses some other poor unsuspecting <laughs> biscuit eaters. It's weird that they're like going all out to like uh, hand out free cookie samples of vanilla cookie, right? Like, that's weird, right? 
they might have like I don't know, they might be drugged. I'll tell you what, make a brains roll. Sally, you can have plus two. Ooh, lucky me. Oh, I got a three. I got six plus two makes eight. You know, this sort of thing's been done in the past. Plimptoms often roll out commemorative <laughs> biscuits in celebration of whatever it might be that they're celebrating. They did one for the coronation, uh, not that you would remember. They've done them for various um, events, and this is just one more event that they're, they're doing it for. Pretty lame biscuit for that, then. I mean, you know, having seen these biscuits before, it's literally just the same biscuit <laughs> with a different design on. That's that's all they do. There's no effort put into it at all. All right. Is Sally going to convey this? Because if, if so, yes. all right, I'm going to try it. But it still might be drugged. What? I've got a very high constitution, plus I can do magic. <laughs> so... I don't know whether that makes it better or worse. Yeah, uh, it is just lifts up the mask a little and just pops it in there. Crunch, crunch, crunch. It's a, a rather bland, slightly vanilla-y wafer. You've probably had better tasting communion wafers <laughs> in your I day. I've had a communion wafer. Oh, you're not missing much. <laughs> Uh, don't even bother, it just sucks. Fair enough. Like, I just slap it out of her hand. Not like aggressively, I just kind of like reach out and just do that little little pat. Hey! I need something to wash that down with. I might have eaten that. Well, I mean, it still might be drugged. I don't know yet. It tastes like quap. I mean, they always do. Why do we even quap one? I wanted to see what the picture was. Oh. Let's walk a wall. Fine. I'm sorry. I want to find the obligatory barbecuing stand that is cooking hot dogs. Okay, no problem. Yeah, there's um, there's not so much a barbecue, but there is no? your kind of traditional sort of burger van, which is doing like hot dogs and burgers and chips. We always used to have some people set up, setting up a barbecue and have a massive queue of people waiting for burgers and sausages. It's a good time. It's opposite the Belgian beer tent, so everyone's getting pissed. It's just a burger van, I'm afraid. Oh. I, I, I like how we're here to save the world. So <laughs> we're just fucking around doing... I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> well, come on, we've got, to, we've got to drag it out so that we still don't actually get to the climax of the... Exactly. Oh. Like, yeah, we got, we got to fuck around. There, there's still uh, two hours to kill or whatever. So, yeah, so what else are we going to do other than eat hot dogs? And... Yeah, maybe, maybe go do the ring toss. We need to do the ring toss. Or the, the, the ball and the, the pins or the bottles or whatever. I think, I think they would be good at that. Okay, well, literally, the world is your lobster. You tell me what you want to do and I'll... Well, I want to get a burger. Uh, how are you paying for it? You Sally, can you give me a burger? How much are the burgers? You could get a burger and uh, a can of fizzy pop for both of you for 30p. Sold. That's a bargain, I think. <laughs> it's a third of my money. Is that 30p each or 30p total? Total. Cool. I spent 30 pence on lunch for us. I mean, we do get 
we have not eaten very much over the past couple no, days. You're just wolfing it down, yeah. Is there anything? Can I roll a grit check to see if anything stands out over here in particular, aside from like the the cookie folks and the bee guy? Yeah, go on then. Yeah, make a grit roll. Seven. You can't really tell on the map very well, but there is a sort of semicircle of food vendors. So you've got the seating in the in the central area, but where you've manage to sit down and perch you can see between the gap of the various vehicles five large chest freezers and you can see that there's a guy looking at one of them and he's he's obviously trying to it looks like he's trying to fix it you spend some time watching him and he he ends up uh, giving up and you can see him he writes a, a big old sign and just plonks it on the uh, on the front of it and it just says out of order that's about as exciting as it gets in the food area there's very little else going on is this a normal thing just these big old freezers like that they've been put there to uh, store the food you would okay so, so like the vendor's been going in and out of them and yeah they're not okay. community freezers okay gotcha in, my, in that case i'm not that concerned with it i was i wasn't sure if like this is just like a there's a bunch of weird freezers that nobody's been touching <laughs> that would be really creepy then i was gonna be like it's really weird that they put like a public out of order sign on one of them mm. um so yeah in, in that case never mind we don't need to like get all we- i'm not gonna lie Jimmy, you've made us very paranoid people. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to make you paranoid because you know what's coming. Yeah, yeah, I did that too. <laughs> That's true, Just, yeah. we, we don't know exactly how it goes down, so I'm like, keep an eye on everything. Okay, let's uh, walk over all cool like and like try to blend in with the carnival games. Okay. Just in case there's something going on over there. I don't just wanna when I try and stop there, so Of course not. Oop. You decide to saunter over to the carnival games. What what games do we have here? Balloon dart thing. Definitely. Okay. Um the the hooking the rubber ducky game. Okay, hook a duck, yeah. Y'all have the uh, water gun games where like, you have to fill up the thing by like... I've not seen that, no. I know the games you mean, but no, we don't. How about, how about just like shooting galleries in general? I'm just curious about that. Yeah, you do You do get them pellet guns. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you have the classic ring toss. See, there's the dart one. Uh, the big old uh, strength test ones. Yeah, the big hammer. I don't know if you ever came across this cat, but what about... There was always one which was just a table with a shelf on it with old crockery. And you just used to lob balls at it and break yeah. the crockery. Yeah, I've seen No that. reason. No reason whatsoever. Glory and destruction. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, the uh, milk bottle one. Like the baseballs. <laughs> baseballs not... Not common. Oh, well, you put the baseballs on the top and you have to... No, no, it's like a stack of uh, milk bottles. 
And then you take like, oh, the ball. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Those. Yeah. Oh, like a coconut shy. I don't, you just said a bunch of words. <laughs> what, you've never played a coconut shy? What is a coconut shy? So you've got like pegs in the ground with like little cups on them and a coconut sits in the top and you lob, lob a ball at it and you've got to try and knock the coconut off. And if you knock it off, you win the coconut. Yeah. What, why would you want a coconut? Why, why, why wouldn't you want a coconut? Who carries around a coconut at the fair? Hey, I won a coconut one year and I was absolutely enamored with this coconut. I would not put it down for like a week. Y'all are so weird. <laughs> I was young at the time. What game would you like to play? Is there one that involves pitching a ball? <laughs> that isn't going to just win me a coconut? Now I'm kind of intrigued about what I could possibly do with a coconut. <laughs> For the end of the world. <laughs> you know what? I, I want a coconut. <laughs> now I want a coconut. This is like Chekhov's shotgun. That coconut yeah, is going to be important. I'm get a coconut. And I'm, it's, it's going to be a moment of truth. Coconut. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we're so... going to stick the feather to it and then you'll throw the coconut at the demon rather than rather than touch that, that or just like pitch it right at right at old Vicky's head <laughs> all right somebody's put up a practice cricket net and uh the, the there's like five or six of these stakes in the ground and there's a, a bloke just standing in front of there looking a you know moderately bored and he's like yes there young man uh can I uh can I interest you in a game fancy winning yourself a coconut cheerio yes I do I think I can handle that. Gonna win a coconut for a young lady, maybe, as well. What? No, she can get her own fucking coconut. <laughs> this is my coconut. Oh, no. <laughs> Look, three balls for tuppence. That's three possible coconuts you could get there, Sunshine. With arms like yours, I'm sure you could do it, no problem. You just call me fat? No, I think you called you strong. Alright. Oh, yes. <laughs> What's the top it? 2p. Yeah. See how you get 2p. I'm gonna get a coconut. Okay. What do I roll for this? I'm going to ask you to roll brawn. I'm gonna get, actually give you a target number. Okay. This, okay. So I'm going to say you need to get at least a 10. Boom, baby. Uh, <laughs> that there would be a 11. There's one coconut. So tell me how you do with the first ball. Narrate it for me. I get that ball in my hand. I'm like feeling that weight and everything. I kind of uh, pop, pop that, uh, the mask up, and shift it like a baseball cap. <laughs> Work that ball in my hand. Like uh, just shift it around into like a fastball position and just like full on pitch it like a baseball. Boom, just dead center on that coconut. So the ball flies forward and it hits the very first coconut that it comes to. The coconut just drops onto the floor. So you've got uh, another two balls, so have another throw. Your difficulty is now at 11 because the closest one has now gone. Damn. Ugh, that's a one. 
Yeah, you attempt to do a wind-up, and as you go to bring your arm back, you suffer unbearable cramp, and the ball just drops out of your hand. Lame. <laughs> Have another go. Difficult. You realise I'm only rolling a D8 here. <laughs> yeah. I'm not particularly <laughs> strong. It's a nine, but you know what? I want two coconuts. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to add two to it. If you give me the coconut, I'll, I'll give you an adversity token. Oh, I'm absolutely giving you a okay, coconut. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm giving, I'm giving him, I'm giving D uh, an adversity token. Okay, you can give D an adversity token to win a coconut. Yeah, I want a coconut. <laughs> it's not like you're about to encounter unspeakable horrors or anything. I've still got some left. The man nods his congratulations to you and uh, says to you both, you enjoy those coconuts. Lots of nutrition in coconut milk. I yeah, the definitely gonna make good use out of this. Like there's just like that shot of the just like holding it up in two hands up like reverently and like it like syncs up with like where like the sun is or something. <laughs> Can you both make grit rolls for me please? Hey, I'm good at those. Oh, 10. I got a 10, but that means I get to roll it. I have 12. You both spot her almost immediately. The venue started to fill up quite a bit and there are people all over the place, but there is one person who's standing out. It's Morgan, Diane's sister. She looks pretty distressed and she seems to be looking for something. Something like on the ground or something like someone in the crowd? Someone in the crowd. Mm. Huh? Should we uh, slide all up on over there, just uh, just uh, check in? Yes. Okay. Scoochy, scoochy, scooch. So you head on over to where you've seen Morgan. She's running her hand through her hair. She's she's looking kind of distressed. She's looking about. She doesn't really know what to do with herself. She sees you and sort of nods in recognition. You all right? She shakes her head. What's wrong? She shrugs. Make brains rolls for me. Brains. Four. Three. We are not smart. That's enough of a roll to know that you don't think you've ever heard Morgan speak. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to be uncouth here real quick. What's the matter? Uh, can't get your tongue or something? She just takes her hands and she just pushes your chest oh, oi, 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 oi. Don't, don't draw she, she okay. raises she raises her hand and just disregards you and continues looking does she ever like when when she and her sister and her sister speaking for her do they ever communicate at all or is it just like telepathic you've seen morgan whisper to diane before okay so she can talk yeah just not to other people out of game, Eve, do you want to enlighten us here? What? She's only been like this since the lesson. Oh, oh, She's okay. She's been proper traumatized by the, the, the brainwashing that went on. Mm. Yeah, that stuff was bad. You hear a voice behind you. She still ain't found her then. Jeff's stood there. Ooh, Diane? Yeah, after the fight, I tried to keep an eye on her, but she got lost in the crowd and I, I, I couldn't see her. I don't know where she's gone. I've been looking around myself, but I haven't been able to find her yet. Well, uh, keep an eye out. We're still uh, scoping the place out. 
keep casual, like, you know? I'll keep an eye on things as well. Shenanigans are still in place. So just um, keep your eyes open. You might see one or two more surprises before the day's out. He slips off into the crowd. Cool, 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 cool. Morgan, don't worry about it. We're gonna find her. I'm sure she just got separated, probably had a duck some heat or some. Morgan's already gone. Oh, well. She she marched off. She's just she's yeah. she's focused on the thing. You know what? Do you do you set all that and then turn around and notice <laughs> that she wasn't actually there anymore? <laughs> all right. So which one are they? I want to see if there's any kind of medical area. So like, if people got hurt in the fight, they might have been taken to like I don't know a first aid tent or something. Okay. All right. Well, just at the entrance. Um, but on the inside, so where you are, there is a St. John's ambulance table. Are there, like, people being given plasters for getting splinters and that kind of stuff, or is it...? There are, yeah, I mean, there doesn't seem to be anybody there other than the two volunteers in their immaculate <laughs> St. John's ambulance uniforms. Okay, I think we should go there and see if they have seen a teenager who's just been in a fight. Yeah, let's, uh, let's poke ahead in there. We'll make a pretty good time so far. Okay, so you head on over. There's a man and a woman, both just kind of observing more than anything, doing very little else. As you approach, uh, the man says, yes, can I help you? Uh, yeah, did did you see that when, when we were coming in, there was a huge fight happening, and we just wanted to know if anyone got hurt. Yes, a dreadful business, dreadful business. What's what's become of this place? You try to do something nice for people, and, and this is what happens. We threw Savlon on a few cuts and bruises, but nothing serious. Oh, good. Okay. Thank you. All right. Um, well, there is the uh, big tent over there. The, uh, uh, what's called a uh, marquee or whatever. Yes. Are there just like uh, regular town goers around the marquee? Yeah, I mean, this, this, yeah, it's just people all over the place. You know, people dressed up. Okay. Yeah. Well, I wasn't sure if like there was like you know people saying hey, this backstage area, stay back, whatever. Oh no, 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 not at all. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's go. That's that's an enclosed place. So, you head on over to the marquee. There's only one entrance in. Inside, along one side of the tent, is a temporary bar area. You recognise the barman from the nook and cranny, and there are a load of barrels resting behind him, and he's just pouring drinks for people. This isn't a pub tent. This is just one area because there's a couple of other things that you see. There's also uh, tables and chairs for eating and drinking, you know, if you want to bring food inside. There is also a very small stage area and somebody has hung a large sign above the top that says demonstrations, talks and workshops. And beside the stage are tables offering information and sign-ups for the Community Guard and the Wallace School of Enlightenment. I was hoping it was going to be a big sign saying karaoke. <laughs> Afraid not. Mm, disappointing. Well, you, you realise that we would literally have to do karaoke at that <laughs> point, right? Yeah, good point. But, you know, we've both got colds, so we could blame any horrendous singing voices on having colds. Yeah, but I made a vow to only do karaoke when I was 
horrifically drunk. We would wait. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, 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 like, uh, I'm assuming we don't see Diane in here. You can't see Diane, no. Mm-hmm. Is this a place where I would have to roll grit to notice anything particular, unusual, or is it's what you see, what you get? Well, I mean, at the moment, you are stood in the entrance of the of the tent. You can quite clearly see the bar. You can see the stage at the other end. You can see the tables. You can't really see what's on them or anything like that. Well, yeah, we can go ahead and do a quick stroll through and just, like, have a look. You stroll on through. Are you going anywhere specifically? Uh, I think Dee's just got to do a lap. All right, so you're just looking around to see what's... Yeah, probably the... I mean, there there are community guard members there um, in their uniforms looking very pompous. I mean, we're all masked up, so totally incognito. So you do happen to notice a chalkboard resting against the table, which has laid out uh, a list of events for the day. There are numerous things going on. Well, as the sign says, talks, workshops. And, and discussions and things like that. So, so some of the things that are going on, in fact, all of the things that you read on the, on, on the board are this. Leadership and the collective consciousness, getting the best for and from your community. A talk by Amelia Neep. Oh dear. Ugh. So done with the Neeps. The straight and narrow parenting tips by Neve Nocturne. Ugh. Mm. Yeah. Constant vigilance and preventative measures, identifying and dealing with threats from within the community, a talk by Malcolm Neep. Mm. Outside the box education, an introduction to the re-education of the young, a talk by Christian Cups. Mm. Going nuclear. This one raises an eyebrow. A return to traditional family values. Demonstration yeah. by Seamus and Veronique Cole. What? Veronique is getting in on that. Ugh. And finally, Endless Enlightenment. My journey with the Wallace School. A Q&A with Thomas Higgins. No. Oh, there's so. What time is that one? <laughs> it's happening at approximately half past six. Uh, we might need to duck our head in here, yeah, and it's going to be real tempting for me not to like just beam them with this coconut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, I, I would because like the coconut was away. the universe's way of saying be your <laughs> uncle. <laughs> like, like the weird way. My uncle did kidnap me. It's true. We we know this. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I hate this tent right now. <laughs> Let's get on out of here. Okay. Actually, wait. We're coming out the marquee. We're right next to the donkeys. <laughs> you are right next to the donkeys. Can we go say hello uh, to the donkeys? I want to go say hello to the donkeys. Yeah, let's go say hi to the donkeys. And we're, okay. like, we'll, we'll do that on our way to the stage. Okay, so as you walk past, a couple of the donkeys are out. There is one still still there, and it's just got his head poking over the ropes. Oh, I want to stroke it on its nose. Wait, is, is this... Is this just a donkey ride? It's just donkey rides, yeah. 
Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if like like that was like a cover for just having donkeys over here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Never mind. I I was like, I wonder what they do with the donkeys. I thought you were making a joke about donkey rides. I wanna I, pet the donkey. You can yeah, pet the donkey. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, no, petting the donkey. We're petting the freaking donkey. Of course, okay. we pet the donkey. <laughs> All right, as you're petting the donkeys, donkey. as you pet the donkeys, you also notice that there is another board of events going on, and on this one. Um, not huge amount happening here, although it looks like they're going to be happening at, at several times during the day. A- among them is a riding demonstration by Mrs. Neep, who seems to be really putting it about a bit. Um, mm. And also, there's going to be a parade by the community guard. Stupid community guard. Yes, good old guys. Yes, Does Neep have a, have a horse? Or is she just going to be riding a donkey? <laughs> <laughs> I want to ride the donkey. What's going on with the stage over there? Is it just a stage? Is there like things around it? All right, so the, the stage is directly in front of you. There are, like I said, a couple of Tannoy speakers that are pointing out. And you've heard the announcer several times. It's, it's really crackly, though. It's really di- difficult to fully understand what he's saying most of the time. You can already see a local band setting up. It all looks a little bit... Make a grit roll for me. I can do that. A grit? I, I want you to try and suss this band out for me. I got a five. Yeah. Fifteen. Okay, so Sally, you can have an adversity token. D, was local music. This looks a little bit twee um, <laughs> for your tastes. This isn't just a, a couple of guys who practice in their garage. This is a man and a woman and an acoustic guitar. Um, <laughs> you think this is going to get a little bit folky? Uh, just, just, just a real quick uh, uh, slang, uh, dialectic uh, clarification. What does twee mean? Twee? Um, how do I describe twee? Because right now it just sounds like you're making fun of how Dee says tree. <laughs> no, um, twee is like it's like it's like lame, but in a kind of I don't know. It's 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 like the bad version of something being quaint, if that makes sense. Okay, yeah. I gotcha. I, I think I know what you mean. Yeah, would you agree uh, with that? Yeah, it's it's quite a class thing as well, isn't it? It's very yeah. It's just yeah. It's very frivolous and bland, I suppose. And oh, I think I got, I think, I think I got what you're cooking. Yeah, twee. I think twee's quite onomatopoeic. It, it <laughs> yeah. kind of, it does sound like what it is. It's it's twee. It's just twee. Yeah, it's, it's like a soft country folk. Maybe. Like, like cottage people. Now you've lost me now. <laughs> Yeah, cottage people means something completely different over here. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, because like when I think cottage, I think like soft cabin. So when I think cabin, I'm like, yeah, that's rugged. Cottage, I'm like, that's yeah. Soft. I, I, I think that's <laughs> that's on the right lines. Yeah, but, yeah. Like um, like oh, people oh, that oh, oh, live I know. just outside the suburbs. Like, without the kind of evil fascist side of her, but Umbridge 
in yes in oh, Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah no, that's yeah. exactly what I'm picturing. That Umbridge is, is how twin. I picture is... as somebody being a cottage person. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, but, like everything's very pastel and everything. Yes. You just, just picture them living in a small house with a little plot of land and a white picket fence. And everything's I mean, that, very, very aesthetic. Yeah. I mean, that, that sounds nice to me. I'd like to live <laughs> in a little cottage. Yeah, yeah but I mean, <laughs> like, I, I imagine your cottage would have, like, rough edges. Well, yeah, because I wouldn't clean it. So, you know, I, I imagine a twee cottage would be just, like, every single time it has to be picturesque. Yeah, mm. the ends of the thatching are like trimmed like once a week. Yeah, it, yeah, like, it'd, it'd be soullessly beautiful. <laughs> yeah, no matter where, like all the time, like you can't have any fun with it because it needs to be perfect. Ah, mm. hate it. He <laughs> hates this. He just look, gives these people one look. It's just like, ugh. What's the contempt? I tell you what. What's what's the name of the band? Oh, I feel like it has to be Twisa. <laughs> the Tweedledees. Yes, oh, there we go. Tweedledees. <laughs> Crushed it. Yeah. Cat, if you're listening to to this, this is going to be your next song. Um, something inspired by the Tweedledees. Um, all right. Okay. So yeah, you can see them setting up. Um, but your your eyes are quickly drawn away as you realise <laughs> sat at the desk doing all the announcements is none other than Butterscotch Joe. You know, should, should we go up there and talk to him? I mean, he does owe us, right? Yeah, I mean, we did kind of save his own life. I, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, no. We, you forgot about the, the first magical thing we encountered with the, like... So much has um, happened! Fair enough, but I, I mean, I guess I, I guess that was more of a formative thing with with my character and my current, like, growth arc than it was uh, yours. And I thought it was a dream, so, you know, I'm still not convinced it was yeah. real. No, no, the dude's uh, definitely a uh, uh, zambi. It wasn't Butterscotch Joe who was the zambi, it was Lazarus Chase. Lazarus Chase, oh, Chase was a zambi, right. but Butterscotch Joe was involved. Yeah. And he was yeah. his friend. Yeah. Yeah. And he's the one who asks to do the favour, so I, I still think he kind of owes us. Uh, yeah, no, uh, you know what? He's silent up there. Is he like up on the stage proper or like down next to it? No, he's he's sat at a table next to the stage. He's got a cigarette in one hand um, and he's looking dolefully about. Uh, yeah, uh, he's just gonna kind of like lean up against the table and not, not look directly at him and just be like, so weeding off the news for the bad guys, are we? <laughs> he looks up at you. Can I help you? Yeah, yeah, you could uh, not not work for, for the bad guys. Young man, the only bad guys I work for are the radio executives. And why does everyone just not call me that? You, the, the, the kind of like lifts the mask a little like, you, you know my freaking name. Uh, oh, I've not seen you around for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's because I'm very sneaky, and also I stopped uh, spying on you. 
<laughs> I see. Are you having fun? Uh, not, uh, not particularly. Uh, uh, these folks that I'm playing around, like, uh, in, in the world and whatnot, so... Huh. That's nice. Well, it's got you all in a melancholy attitude. <laughs> I don't do very well outside. It's not... It's not really my forte. This is more Lazarus's thing. But what with him gone, I've been sequestered into doing this. I don't really listen to the uh, to the radio too often. The the records and everything. Oh, was a was a undead friend gone and uh, went off to. Well, you see, the radio executives have placed him on a sabbatical. Officially, it's down to exhaustion. Uh, what do you mean? The problem is, unofficially, the radio executives were unhappy with some of the inflammatory things that Lazarus was saying about this new direction that Marsh Haven is headed in. Oh. Huh. Hey, you know... I can 100% get you. He had a point. These <laughs> people kidnapped me and they're planning on killing everyone. Your ability for hyperbole is almost as insane as Lazarus's. Oh no, he's, he's telling the truth. What are they going to do? Kill us with kindness? No, more like magic demons. Yeah, no, they're very, they're very, they're very evil and creepy and bad so might liven the place up a bit trust me things are gonna get very lively here tonight um so just a heads up you know like around the sunset or so you should probably just start running as fast as you can as far away from here as you can just in case we lose because you will get eaten Oh, I won't be here this evening. I have my show to do. Okay. Yeah, no, so... So there you go. I guess don't even worry about it, but by all means, talk crap on these guys, because these clowns suck butt. I really have no interest in what anybody has to do these days. Now, leave me be. I have donkeys to talk about. <laughs> you are not very much but I will... You know, I, I'm going to regret saying this. I wish the last person was here. Dean's just going to leave. Don't tell anyone I was here. Because once again, I was kidnapped. And I beat the crap out of a bunch of people. He shrugs and just goes back to smoking his breath. Oh, let's see. Uh, last thing is what I can think to really check out. Unless anything like starts happening or stands out is... Uh... Like, uh, one of the statues. Okay, you want to head over to the statues? Okay, which one do you want to go to? Uh, I mean, if we're over by the stage, I guess the bonfire one would probably be relatively close. They're all made out of the same stuff, right? Um, yeah, they're all made out of kind of withies and reeds all kind of woven together. So you head on over to the bonfire, and as you can see, it's on the very sort of edge of the, the, the marsh area. It's not massively accessible. You can see the bonfire. You can see that some of the things have been brought over to go on the fire from the entrance. Um, there's a table. There's a couple of community guard around just sort of manning it. Yeah, it's just a very, very large bonfire. 
you, what you can see is on the green turf, just kind of centrally, so kind of here at the back of the stage, it doesn't really give you much sense of scale, but that is probably about, I'm going to say, that's, there's about 100 metres distance between the back of the stage and the beginning of the, the brown part of the marsh. And what you can see is some people out there, and they appear to be doing something. You're not quite sure what, but if you make a brains roll, you might figure it out. Very suspicious. Oof. The two. Is that good enough? I rolled a ten. D, take an adversity token. Brad, I've got so many adversity tokens right now. <laughs> I would kick so much ass to me. So, Sally, you have seen something like this before. It's not uncommon. D, you perhaps wouldn't be as well. I think you're just more intrigued by the bonfire. You're just distracted by that. But Sally, you would know, having been to many a Guy Fawkes night, that it looks like these guys are setting up fireworks. Exciting! I like fireworks. What's, what's exciting? They're setting up fireworks. Ah, I'm almost disappointed that we're going <laughs> to ruin everything. <laughs> Well, maybe they'll set them off before we have to ruin everything. That would be cool. I ain't seen fireworks in a while. Or, like, or we can ruin everything by setting them off. Oh my god, that would be so cool. Oh, we should we should tell the gang. Yeah, where yeah, are they? Uh, I don't know. We'll probably just have to walk around until we spot one of them. Okay. So you're heading off out on patrol, are you? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You head out and start keeping your eyes open for any of the rapscallions. It doesn't take very long at all, and it's actually Jeff who manages to find you. And um, he comes running over and he's like, we think we might have found her. We don't know. Oh? Uh, Where where exactly did you find her? What's going on? Look, come with me. Well, where are we going? Um, just over here. Um, and he points in the direction of where the St. John's ambulance men are. And he runs over and goes and stands by the fence. You can see that there's a notch in one of the wooden panels. And he says, have a look through. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand back and let D have a look through because I don't trust this. Uh, D takes a look. Okay, you look through. And what you can see is the front of one of the shipping containers. And leaning against the shipping container is a very bored-looking Veronique. Jeff leans in and he says to you, we had a tip-off. Somebody apparently saw Diane being pushed into there after all the all the chaos had stopped. Okay. Alright. So, Alright, quick question. Have, uh, have people been coming like in and out of the fairgrounds? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so like once you got your stamp, you just kind of flash it out of people. Yep. Okay. Um, do uh, do we know what's going on with the containers? No, no idea at all. I, I, I just assumed that they might be for, um, I don't know, just storing supplies and whatnot for setting up the, the festival. How far away is Veronique from this, from this hole? From that hole, um, you would say no more than about 10, 15 metres. 
want to. I want to take out one of uh, one of my uh, ball bearings. <laughs> my slingshot. Take it and just like take a couple steps back from the fence, and like just kind of like hook it over towards her. Okay. Make a brawn roll for me. Yeah. Do I get my baseball bonus? You're tossing it over, really. You're not kind of pitching it out, are you? Oh, well, I mean, like, you do got to throw balls pretty far if you're in the outfield. Yeah, go on then. <laughs> That's good, because now I have a six. I rolled a two. Oh, dear. Are you throwing it over the fence or through the hole? Or? Uh, over the fence. You lob the ball bearing over the fence. Nope. You think you may have heard it land in some mud, but other than that, nothing's really happened. Okay, in that case, psst. Hi, Veronique. Veronique looks up and around. Hey, what are you doing? Don't trust her. Hey, get, get, get over here. Go here, to the hall. You, she, she's, she's not on our side. Trust me, okay? I'm saying don't trust her. Veronique looks around. She's definitely heard her name, but she doesn't know where it's coming from. Uh, I stick my finger through the hole and just kind of like wiggle it. Hey. She sees the finger and kind of tilts her head curiously, and she starts to walk over to the hole. Yes, who is it? Hey, uh, so, yeah, it's your buddy. Ah, oh, it is the American boy. You want shh, some words? Shh, 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 shh. Don't, don't say that out loud. Um, because bad things might happen. Let so. me um let let me come round and I, and we shall we shall talk. Oh, but, uh, no, 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 stay stay over there. No, it is fine. It is fine. She goes off towards the entrance. Stop! 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 Look, spy stuff! Spy stuff! Stop it! Oh. What would you like to do? Oh, oh, I uh. It's probably not good for me to be directly in her line of sight. Is there is there like a place for for Dita hide in this immediate vicinity? <laughs> not really. There's a fence and a table. As you're considering your options, Jeff says, "Oh, <coughs> what?" He points, and you look in the direction. Coming through the entrance is Veronique and two community guards. Oh, scatter! Run! <laughs> yeah, the he just grabs Sally, let's go. Oh, I was going to nonchalantly saunter because I didn't go all the way up to the fence and I was going to just... <laughs> like, yeah, you were going to bail on your friend, is what you're saying. I was going to bail on my <laughs> friend. I was going to split up to regroup later. <laughs> okay, do you want to go sneaky sneaking? Uh, yeah, like, uh, just a uh, very, very casual walk away from this area into the crowd. I would like to sneaky sneaky, yes. What do I have to roll? You will need to roll a flight, and D, you'll need to roll a flight as well. Uh, D, are you running or are you. I'm not running. Oh. No. I got 26. 
you went invisible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. You you disappear and Ooh, Hey! I exploded too. Hey! That would be a ba, 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 24. Nice. 24, Jesus. Okay. As Veronique and the two guards come round the corner, you hear Veronique say, Look, it is the American boy, the one you said to to look out for. What do you do? Tell me, how do you manage to evade this situation? Oh, did they actually, like, point DL specifically? Yep. Oh! You do escape, but how do you do it? Well, I mean... There's other costumed people about, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to suggest that we duck on over to, like, the... Like, we we kind of just, like, try to slip into the crowd and just, like, move along it up there to the, like, eating area. People are going to be taking off their masks and whatnot to eat. And just like, as we pass by, we just swap masks. <laughs> well, they, they didn't point to me, so I'm going to keep mine. But I oh, was yeah, thinking, yeah, you can keep yours. I was thinking we just find people with like similarly colored or styled costumes and just join up with them as if we're part of their group. Do that too. If, the, if there's in a group of like, uh, trash deer around. I will join them. I mean, not just trash deer. You know, you might have like trash bears and, and trash foxes. So you're moving the, into the food food area to try and find something to conceal your face. Yeah, to like like if somebody's taking off their mask, sit on the table next to them where they eat, just like real quick, like just real subtle, just swap a mask. Okay, as you get to the food court, you hear a. Uh, a whistle and it's a whistle that you you instinctively know is trying to attract your attention and just without even looking just duck Shouldn't right into wherever i'm getting whistled at okay um you move forward it, you're heading towards uh, the gentleman that you saw earlier in the in the beekeeper's outfit and uh he looks at you and he said and he says i know that look here catch and he throws you his beekeeper's hat with a big <laughs> net on it. Uh, put that on. It looks just perfect for my outfit. <laughs> Whatever it is you're up to, keep it quiet. Stay low, and for heaven's sake, don't get caught. I wink at him, but he can't see because I'm wearing a mask. No dip. <laughs> I was hoping Vanik might still be cool instead of just immediately let's just call the cops but i told you i tried to save her from her crazy abusive boyfriend and she totally turned on me oh yeah but like uh, fashion stuff's different um i was just kind of like standing next to this guy that gave me the mask i'm just like (laughs) so uh, what's your deal i just know shenanigans when i see them he hands you a bottle he says here take this we'll keep you warm later Intriguing. Uh, I'm, I'm take a look at it. What, what, what am I looking at? It's a bottle, and across the label it says Honeywell's Best Mead. Oh, oh cool. <laughs> oh, what? No way, blood. <laughs> never, never had mead. 
Well, all I can say is, just don't overdo it. You know me, I've never overdone nothing. Yeah, that's what I used to say. That's a double negative. Am I just, like, allowed to keep this this mask or something, or...? Look, just get on out of here. I don't want to be seen with you. Besides, I have my meat to sell. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, okay. I guess I will write down beekeeper mask in my inventory. I'm just wearing this over my deer mask. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay. All right, so what do you want to do? Where do you want to hide out? What, or do you want to hide out? Do you want to keep on? Uh, keep uh -uh. moving. Safest on the move. Yeah, keep, keep moving. Stay casual with my coconut. <laughs> I put I put the coconut on top of my head <laughs> on the uh, deer mask, but under the beekeeper mask to make me seem a coconut taller. <laughs> so coconut is now an official standard unit in the brits on bikes universe yes what i'm, a, I'm one coconut taller than How many my coconuts usual are you slightly above i am slightly above average teenager coconut <laughs> But how many coconuts is that? I would say that's a good 19 coconuts. <laughs> that's a lot. Of, those are very small coconuts. <clears throat> how big? Well, how, how big? Don't put a coconut about like... Yeah. I suppose it's probably about six inches. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's quite as much as six inches. Yeah. I'd say maybe like five. That's... I don't know. Maybe the coconuts around here are bigger than your British coconuts. Yes, because we grow many coconuts <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. on the Isle of um, Great Britain. It, it depends whether the European swallows or the African swallows have brought them over as well. That is true. Yeah. They do have different carrying <laughs> capacities. Okay. <laughs> I was very tempted to make that joke, but I was like, is that cliche? <laughs> yes, but that's why it's funny. Okay, so you spend much of the day just kind of wandering around, trying your best not to be caught out. And as luck would have it, you you seem to be doing all right. Now, I do need to ask, is there anything specific that you want to do before we start getting into this e the evening's shenanigans? I mean, we definitely raised suspicion on those containers. <laughs> if we can, like to just kind of like take a look out there and see see what kind of uh, security they've got okay um you go outside and you can see that at present there is barely anyone around most of the people who would have come to the event are now in the event or kind of drifting in and out even the, the people manning the entrance have left there isn't anything here other than a table and these two storage units do we want to try to poke our head in there and see uh definitely because this could give us enough filler to make it not the finale <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, I would say that although there's no one in any official capacity there, there are people coming and going. So you're going to need to think about how you approach this. Do, uh, do you want to keep watch while I uh, poke my head in there? Is there and, anything uh, on the table? Um, aside from a handful of leaflets um, advertising the community guard and the wallet. I'm going to pick up the leaflets and stand there on guard. Okay. All right. And if anyone comes near me, I'll hand them a leaflet. Just like uh, talk very loudly. I'll read the leaflet first so I know the propaganda and then I will recite it to people as I hand it out. Amazing. I'm going to go over there and uh, try to pop one of these puppies open. Good luck. Okay, so you head on over to the container. It's a pretty sturdy affair. I mean, it's a very solid piece of kit. You can tell straight away that this is locked. Is it like big old padlock on it? It's not a padlock, no. Um, lock, is it? It's like a kind of internal lock within the steel door. Is it one that like would take a key? Um, Can D use their lockpicks? Are you asking me if you could use lockpicks? Yes, I do have lockpicks. You could potentially pick the lock. However, it will be a very difficult task for you to do. I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. Okay. All right. Make a grit roll for me then. Oh, yeah. Popping open my robe, reaching into my tool belt. Nothing lockpicks. That would be a 10. How many tokens would I need to make this work? <laughs> Another 10. A 20? Mm-hmm. Oh, I swear. How many tokens really? do you have? I have 10. Okay, no, no. I'll, I can give you, I'll give you three. Then you only need to use four of yours. Okay. This had better, this had better not just be, oh, it's a big empty box, fuck you. <laughs> I swear to God. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I, will use, I will use the four. And I have um, used three, which becomes six, because I am loyal. Okay, I mean, you obviously realize that this is a more complex lock. So you take your time. You even use like the little, the, the secondary little hooky bit as well. And um, you yeah, I don't know what that one does. I'm just not <laughs> using it. And yeah, you, after a little bit of time, you hear the lock click. Oh, the way I did it. Sally, I did it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, pop that door open. Okay, it's it's quite a long container. It's very dark in there, other than the light that's coming through the door. You can't see quite to the bottom. Uh, I don't. We didn't grab flashlights. I have one. The, you're over there keeping watch. I want to walk uh, back and forth, yeah. So I, I guess pull out my slingshot, load it up, and be ready as I, as I walk in. You walk in slowly the length of the shipping container you can hear your feet echoing on the steel floor as you get about halfway into the container you can see a figure right in the corner they're like kind of hunched down Psst. hey uh yeah like do you, do you still got like the slingshot trained on them 
It's just like, I... All you can hear is, it's definitely somebody. You realize that now because you can hear the sounds of I recognize that sound. I sounded like that when they had me taped up. Uh, yeah, these go move forward, get closer. Hope they're not a werewolf. Okay, so you edge closer. How close are you getting? I mean, close enough to see who it is and how in peril they are. You get to the very corner of the room. You can see this figure hunched down. They're quite clearly bound up. Their hands are tied at the wrists, which are then bound to their ankles. They've got what looks like duct tape over the front of their face. And as they look up and see you, are you wearing a mask still? Uh, yeah. (laughs) Their eyes widen in horror as they try to push themselves further and further back into the the shipping container. Okay, uh, I'm going to take off the uh, beekeeper mask and the coconut. Hey, hey, it's it's me. Um, The figure stops for a moment and the sound that they were once making sounds more like a plea rather than one of fear and as you lean in and now that you've removed the masks which were causing a, you know your sight was slightly restricted plus that coconut was real hairy and it, like strands of coconut husk hanging in your factory <laughs> as soon as you crouch down you can see the terrified form of diane tears streaming at her face practically hyperventilating unsure quite what's going on what do you want to do uh is she like bound in any way aside from the tape? I'm assuming so. Otherwise, yeah, I would she's ba- think she, that- she, she's bound at the wrists, and she's um, and her wrists are bound to her ankles. So she's kind of in this weird kind of. Jeez, what's it using? Uh, rope. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just. I'm, I'll leave the tape on your face for right now because I know that you probably gonna want to say a whole bunch of stuff. Can I keep quiet? So, we're just gonna leave that there. You keep cool. I've got a uh, entire limbs. Okay. Sally. Yes. Can you make a grit roll for me, please? I'm gonna be gritty. Oh, that's a two. Oh, no. That's a two. I'm not there to help you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> You find yourself just getting angrier and angrier the more that you read this leaflet. And it just Uh incenses you with with blind fury. So blind, in fact, that you fail to see two community guard members wander past you and Uh towards the shipping container. Uh Uh-oh! I'm sorry! D, you can hear movement outside the shipping container. Put the beekeeper mask on her and pretend that it's someone else. Oh. Good idea. <laughs> Someone else that's just randomly in a shipping container. Uh, have have I gotten have I gotten the rope off of her limbs? You suddenly hear Veronique, you in there? Reach up, rip it off of her mouth, and start nodding emphatically. Yes. <laughs> just rip the tape off, real quick, and just say yes, say yes. Roll charm for me. Not good at that. 
but there is a five. If I need tokens, I yeah. do have them. You, you you shouldn't need them because it's 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 fairly obvious what what you want to do. So Diane manages. Well, let's see if she manages to roll grit. Ooh, that was an explosion. Okay, Diane twigs straight away what you're doing and through kind of gasping breaths she says yes it is i he gives her a thumbs up yeah well you want to hurry up we need to keep this locked yes i'll I'll be i'll yeah yeah just like give me a sec she was making noise or something uh we uh uh, one moment, I will just making sure she was, there was much noise. All right, okay, well, we'll wait out here for you. Can I, can I notice, can I try and notice them now? Oh, you would have most definitely noticed okay. them. Yeah, it's, it's kind of one of those situations where, like, they <laughs> passed and they have reached... Oh. You're like, ooh, you know, you don't want to, okay. like, go right up there because that's going to be a whole thing. So I would like to get out of their line of sight and then fire a, my slingshot, something clangy at the other one, and then run away as a distraction. Okay. Um, where are you going to get out of line of sight? Like around the con- well, okay. Where are the containers oriented in relation to each other? So you have the main entrance of the festival, and about ten foot in front, on the right-hand side of the entrance, is one container, and then that's the container with D and Diane in. And on the other side of the entrance is the other container, so they're practically opposite. And your table is like almost right at the entrance. I mean, you haven't got a lot of cover other than the containers themselves, or I suppose potentially you could go around the edge of, of the fence from the inside. Would I be, I wouldn't be able to hit the container with from there though, would I? Mm. Can I stand in the entrance and, and shoot my slingshot and then duck around the fence? Would that, would that work yeah. visually? Yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you'd have to aim pretty well. Oh, it's worth a try. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Okay, what do I have to roll for things? So, you're, are you firing at the other container, or are you yes. firing at the guys? No, I'm firing at the other container in the hopes that they will, at least one of them will leave the container that they are standing in front of. Okay, all right, so... Oh, I would please like... get both up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's not going to be that kind, is he? I would like you to roll a brawn for me, please. Fingers crossed. Ah, oh, yes! It exploded into a nine. You manage to make your way behind the fence and you step out into the entrance in your best heroic pose. Legs spread, firmly planted on the ground. You pull back on this catapult, you release it, and you just hear a twang as you duck back behind the fence. Um, the two the two guys who were waiting at, at the other side both look up and one of them extends his neck to try and figure out what the noise was, but then shrugs. Damn it. The thing is, it was just a clangy noise. I want to do it again. 
Um, roll brawn for me. No, that's only got a four. Yeah, that's gonna be a miss. Mm. Need some people to cause shenanigans. I can't really shenanigan very much on my own. D, what would you like to do? Alright, so I've got her all untied and everything, and we can get it down to one guy. I can handle one guy. Um, but it's getting it down to one guy without inciting backup. Yes. We're kind of like, a, we've got one exit and not much time to consider our planning. Uh, can I kind of see where they're standing? You can see that they're, they're both stood facing out. So they're in front of the door, almost like sentries. So they're looking out at the other container. Um, are they like right next to the container? Is there a little bit of room where like we could possibly slip right behind them and just go around the back? I don't think there's enough room to slip behind them, no. It is very dark in here though, isn't it? It is very dark in there. So, what you're gonna do, we're gonna stand here at the back, okay? And you're gonna say, hey, I'm, I'm gonna bang on the wall here. You're gonna say, hey, you do give me a hand. And they're gonna come in here just as I hit like the dark part. We're just gonna rush right past them and close the door. She nods at you. Okay. Okay, so this is your plan, D. So, although Diane is going to be communicating this to the men, I'm going to ask you to make a charm roll for me. Ugh, I'm that great at that. Come on, just explode for me. I'm burning through all of my Save the World tokens. <laughs> a four um i really need both of them to get in here uh so how how many do i need to spend on this four four uh damn it fine so everything goes according to plan diane calls out and she's like help me with these robes they will not uh they are so fiddly could you uh possibly uh Lend the girl a hand, and the, the men chuckle to themselves um, and say something about women doing men's work. And um, yeah, exactly, and um, go stomping into the into the container. Yeah, like the second they come, just gonna like just bulldoze right through the center of them, try to knock them off balance, catch them off guard, confuse them, and just out the door. Slam it, shut it, lock it behind us. I'm going to need you to make a... Is it fight or is it brawn? I'd say it was brawn rather than fight. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I'd rather have fight, but I will take I will take the brawn. Well, it, de it depends. Do you have your bat out? Honestly, for this, probably would have my bat out. Just... just just in case it came down to it. I I probably wouldn't have had time to slap one of the mods on it. 
but yeah, I got the bat out. Okay, so uh, will you be utilizing the bat at all? Battering ramming with it, just like two hands, just hold it out and just flat in front of me and just using it as a buffer. Okay, um, I'd say that's probably more fight. All right, pick one. Either way. Go on, you can have fight. Because you, you're intending to cause damage. Hey, that's a six. That's not great. <laughs> this is this is very badly going for us. Mm. Okay, so you go charging towards the men, and you manage to push through them with the bat, and you manage to give Diane enough time to kind of run out. Sally, Mm -hmm. you can see that the men have gone in and as they do so, you know, I mean, this is all happening in mere seconds. You see Diane in a complete state, just really disheveled, come tearing out of the the container. What are you going to do? Run towards her. Okay. In a kind of, it's okay, come this way kind of way. Okay, so you run over to Diane. Um, D, as you've kind of like sort of wedged these two guys out of the way to make room for Diane, you then go to step forward, but one of the guards catches your arm. Okay, so I'm going to need you to make a flight roll to see if you can tear yourself free. Hey, that's a nine. Yeah, that'll do it. So you managed to... Oh, is it... Or ten, actually. I probably should have made you roll born, but... I don't really care. Um, so, yeah, um, well, with the sheer momentum, you managed to pull yourself free and run out of the shipping container. Yeah, right? if, if I've got time, I want to close that door and, like, just throw the latch and get down. Okay, yep, yeah, you, you close the door. There is a lot of banging. A lot oh, of Oh, yeah, yeah, no, we, we got to get out of here. Super but, like, like right, right now, there's... I'm not. I'm assuming not every community guard person has a key to this thing. Nice. So, like, it's gonna take them a minute to get out. So we just gotta kind of scatter. Okay. So where uh, are you going? Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm gonna put the coconut and the bee mask back on. So I'm back in my tall bee person disguise. Are you heading back into the festival? Uh, do I see? Uh, Sally and Diane. Yep. Sally, where did you take Diane? Um, behind the other container. Assuming there's no guards there. Yep, that's fine then. So, um, yeah, you see, you, you probably just catch Sally and Diane ducking behind the other container. Okay, that's um, safer than trying to take her through the entrance. Yeah, and there's a small... Yeah, I, I mean, think the... we should take her into the festival. I think she should go away from here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a small gap between between the fence and the and the container, which you, you know you are secluded enough, unless people you know start actually actively looking, mm. which is possible. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's he's just gonna go around there and be like, "All right, real quick, do you know anything about what's going on or why they kidnapped you or anything?" These guys are mad. They're freaking mad. Yeah, I, I told you. Oh, oh, they, I, I, they, they get, 
talking about making me sacrifice. What? What? What's going on? I mean, I know things were bad, but I. So, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, that's what I was talking about. Like, the only way I could think the ritual happens is if people get sacrificed. I ain't too comfortable with people getting sacrificed. So, you know what? Get, get, just, just, run away. Run as far as you can. Stick to the moshes and everything. We're going to do our best to just screw everything up here but like for right now uh you're definitely going to be wanted and suspicious so you need to be as far away from here as possible most of the community god i don't think they're patrolling like the west of the town for right now so just i won't get home lay low okay but my sister where do you see my sister? She she's in there looking for you. We will we will find her and get her out of there to get back with you, okay? Don't go home just in case. Um better safe inside, go to the Elysium, right? She nods and she works her way out of the side of the shipping container and starts weaving between the cars. And you can see by the time she gets to the last car, she's hurtling at stupid miles an hour. Just as you're gathering your thoughts and trying to think about what what your next move is, Sally, you here. (gasps) Sally! Sally! You look down, Nettles has turned up. Hello. Um, I've got some bad news. What is it? Thistledown's back. And I'm going to leave it there tonight because we're running a little bit late and we will <laughs> never, ever get through um, everything I want to. So, but that, you know, we've, we've, that was a seriously nostalgic episode. Yeah, no, we, we had fun. We got coconuts. We saved, uh, we saved yeah. them. We, we, we rescued someone. We yeah. possibly uh, already screwed up the ritual. Possibly. They definitely murdered D, and then that immediately led to the Bogoth being summoned. So, like, everything's telling me that there there has to be murder involved in order to summon the Bogoth. Mm. So I'm just like, I, we're supposed to let the Bogoth get summoned. But I really don't want people to get murdered, so... Yeah. We just kind of got rid of their sacrifice. It's a moral dilemma. Yeah. Do you allow somebody to be murdered or do you rescue them, thus endangering the entire world? Mm. Yeah, well, we just did that. So <laughs> I guess I guess we got where uh, my stance on the matter is. Well, the night's not over yet. There's still plenty to happen. Oh, yeah. No, there's, there's tons of warm bodies out there right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're just going to wrap it up there then. So we've got a few extra things that we're going to throw in the mix tonight. So uh, for those of you that are on Twitter, you probably already know, but I'm going to be hosting a new show, which should be coming out the end of this year sometime. So we're looking end of November, beginning of December. It's called What's Your Role? I'm going to be interviewing loads of actual play podcasts and sort of delving into 
players' brains and learning as much as I can about their characters. We've done a few recordings already. It has been a lot of fun, time zones notwithstanding. But yeah, if you want to keep up to date with um, all our information, the the Twitter for for that show is at What's Your Role. But if you want to just get in contact with me, it's at Jimmy Sprinkles. That's two S's at the end. And as always, there is our Brits on Bikes, which is at Brits underscore Bikes. Eve, you can find me at copper harpy that's copper as in the metal harpy as in the bird monster and as always cat is among the pigeons i also now accept delivery by a cat okay as in the animal okay that's fine (laughs) (laughs) and obviously if you want to join our discord as well you're more than welcome to do so i'm not sure what the actual link is on there but it's on our um it's it's on our main page like link.discord.app type crap yeah nobody wants to listen to us read that no um all right so yeah thank you once again listeners for sticking around and listening to our little show so from eve it's peace out and from cat bye and it's goodbye from me jimmy sprinkles saying to you all out there keep on biking hey listen do you know your d8s from your d12s do you know your modifiers from your bonuses do you know your destiny points from your story points do you have any idea what i'm talking about either way you should check out what am i rolling a twice monthly rpg one-shot podcast catch up on previous episodes on the what am i rolling website that's www.wairpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts remember adventurers need not apply